With that said, here he is, the great New York Post columnist. I really do love this guy. Michael Goodwin. Michael, good morning. Good morning, Sid. I, um, I, uh, your, your passion is um, very powerful and heartfelt, and I share it. Um, the um, those rallies. I mean, I have to say, I, I, the the out overt expressions of anti-Semitism are shocking. Uh, this is this is out of the closet. People aren't even pretending to hide it. Um, in New York, around the world, other American cities, um, we are witnessing two things that we haven't seen before. First is the attack, and the second is this reaction from uh, some of our neighbors, from people we thought we knew or at least publicly thought we knew them. Um, this is This is frightening. I mean, the the desire to hate Jews, and that's all this is. We, we shouldn't sugarcoat it in politics or even religion. No, actually, Janine Pirro made the point on this show about an hour ago, and it was a great point, which is there's been a lot of battles, as you know, Michael, in the past over territory, over land. This has nothing to do with that. These people went into homes and murdered families. They are looking to make the Jewish people extinct and i got bad news for them oh there's going to be people going to be extinct after this and it ain't going to be us well and i think among the things that have been revealed here um is that the whole the whole land for peace that uh any kind of outward reach um any possibility of israel ever accepting a two-state solution is dead is dead um I think what the what has happened to and let's assume there are some well-meaning innocent Palestinians somewhere who do not abide by this and and recoil at it but those are the people who are never going to have their own country for the foreseeable future because they you know even under Netanyahu the Hamas uh, was granted 20,000 Gazans we're granted 20,000 work permits a day recently. That's correct. So the idea that that uh, Gaza is a prison, I mean, all of these cliches that the left-wing media and the activists make up and then spread them as though it's true, uh, Gaza was not a prison. Gaza was, was a territory held by terrorists. And Israel did its best to make peace, to work with that group. I mean, they... They liberalized everything about letting Qatar fund things, about letting money come in, about letting Gazans work in Israel. Um, and what did it get them? I mean, this if you're an Israeli, you have to say what fools we were to believe that these people wanted the same things we wanted or to believe them at their word that what they wanted was a two-state solution. Yeah. Now, Hamas has never said that. But the people of Gaza, the, you know, all, all of their defenders in the United Nations, in the world capitals, in academia, they've all said a two-state solution. It's only fair to the Palestinian people. But it, it's not going to happen now. No, good. I don't want it to. I remember having this argument with Bill Ritter, very famous Channel 7 news anchor, mm-hmm. at an awards breakfast about five years ago. He's one of those... Fake Jews like Ron Kuby, you know. 
And he's like, no, listen, the Israelis are at fault. These Palestinians deserve to live the same lives as Israelis do, and until we have a two-state, now what's he going to say? Obama, Obama wants to go back to 1967, that son of a bitch. Excuse me, but I'm pissed off today. So all these people uh, have shown their true colors. Uh, I'm not sure if any of them have even changed their minds, knowing what Israel has gone through the last couple of days. But I specifically wanted to target with you. Because I think your local coverage, well, your national coverage is amazing. You're a brilliant man, Mike. Your local coverage is far and away the best. And when I saw the picture of the Palestinian rally, the first one, and that animal, that lowlife holding up his cell phone with a swastika on it, I texted Eric Adams right away. And to the mayor's credit, Michael, it didn't take him three minutes on a Sunday to get back to me. And he said to me, and I quote, we can't stop him. And while he's right, legally, it didn't feel like that was enough for me. Look, uh, I, I agree with you, Sid. I mean, it's it, it, that people now feel emboldened to do this is what boggles the mind. Not that, not that it was there, but that they feel emboldened to, make, to go public with it. Something snapped, and it's almost like, they they share in the glee of the killers that there's some animal instinct here that I have to say I, I find shocking and terrifying. Who are these people who celebrate this? Who who defend this? How can anyone defend anything like this uh, when it's so clear what happened? They shot women and children. They raped women and then killed them. They, they did this to taunt parents and grandparents about killing their children and their spouses. I mean, we've, th- th- this is medieval BS. Yeah. This doesn't happen in the modern world. And that it happened to Israelis is a special significance. I mean, here we are how many years after the Holocaust, and there are still people out there who want another one? And some of them live in New York City. A lot of them. Some of them are in Congress, it seems. I mean, you're right. The Democratic Party owns this. They own this reaction. Oh, 100%. It's the DFS. There's no Republicans going to this. There are none. I don't know how. Again, I'll say it again for my brother-in-law, Harry, and my sister, Alana. My brother-in-law, Harry, his parents, wonderful people, Allerton Avenue in the Bronx, they were both Holocaust survivors. Joe and Henry, numbers on their arms. Actually, they, they got separated in Poland and met at a party years later in Bronx. What a beautiful story. And they both Democrat, and they badmouth Trump. I got news for you, Michael. Enough with the Trump talk. Enough. When Trump was president, there was no issues in Ukraine. Of course, when Obama was, they went into Crimea. Then Biden takes over, they go into the Ukraine. When Trump was president, none of our soldiers died in Afghanistan. Thirteen have been killed since Biden took over. When Trump was president, there was the Abraham Accords. There was peace in the Middle East. Even Saudi Arabia was willing to make up with Israel. And now you've got the worst attack since the Holocaust, which you just mentioned. China never even flirted with going into Taiwan. Little rocket man in North Korea stopped firing rockets to Japan. All this is happening now, all of it. And you're going to tell me Trump was lucky? Whatever Trump did, I don't care if he was lucky, if he said nice things to Putin, I don't care if he slept with North Korea as a leader. Whatever he did, 
The world was fine, and now it's a mess. Look, uh, the world knows when America has a strong leader, and the world knows when America has a weak leader. Um, it, it's Joe Biden is acting like a substitute teacher. You know, the the kids the kids are going to go crazy because it's like a holiday for them, and that's what's happening in the world on on, on a on a dramatic scale. I mean, all of these autocrats rising up, seizing what they see as an opportunity. Look, I, I think there's no question that in many ways America is in a long a long range decline. We have been declining in by various measures for for some time. Nonetheless, this is a dramatic decline that we are witnessing in the last three years, whether it's the border. We had immigration problems before. We never had a problem like this. Immigration problem. How many times in the four years Trump was president did you write the word migrant in the New York Post? Right, right. Not did, once. Right. Well, only only to defend his policies against those who called him, you know, Racist. anti anti something, right? right. Anti immigrant, anti Muslim. Right. And, you know. and don't forget, you know, when he when he had the the China ban because of COVID. You remember, people forget this. He also had a ban on these terrorist countries, and he was yeah. described as a racist and a Muslim hater and an Islam hater. And again, nobody was dying, Michael. Call him what yes. you want. Nobody was dying. And so you have Joe Biden coming in. He's going to put his stamp on it. The left-wing Democratic Party is going to say, we're going to do everything differently. And they have. To their credit, they have. And look at the results. That's whether it's the border, whether it's China's assertiveness, North Korea, and, of course, Hamas and Iran. Right. I mean, each of these are clear result of Joe Biden's policies and actions. You want to keep it home? What, what, and how about, the, how about the illegal crisis in every one of our major cities? How about the crime in every one of our major cities? How about inflation is still high at 3%? Yep. Interest rates are strangling Americans. You can't go for dinner. I mean, it doesn't matter if you go abroad or keep it home. What has this man done right? What has he done right? I, I Honestly, I can't think of anything. Um, I, I think he's made a mess.